Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Welcome to the show and a happy King Day to you. Mark Aram live and local every Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. First things first, I need two contestants that want to play Millennial Match Game. Please call now at 404-872-0750. Two contestants for Millennial Match Game, 404-872-0750. Today we've got a big show. Uh, Longoria's off, but Chuck's in studio. This is making I feel weird. I feel like this is an intervention. Feel, it is odd. Yeah. So yeah. Scotty B is going to screen. And I, we just get to hang with you in the... Uh... Yeah. All right. Usually I can stay I'm... in here and not pay attention. Yeah. Usually I'm the best looking guy <laughs> in the studio. And now I'm the third best guy in the studio because well. our buddy Zach Grizzle is going to hear uh, play Millennial Match Game in yes, just sir. a minute. Uh, we've got a big sh- uh, show tonight. Uh, Johnny Kilbasa will join us with some breaking fast food news. We'll do Movie Monday on the second hour of the show. But as we do every Monday, we like to kick things off with Millennial Match Game. Let's play Millennial Match Game. I mentioned Zach from Promotions is our contestant in studio tonight. Zach, welcome back to the show. How are you, my friend? I'm doing very good. Happy to be back as always. Tell the folks a little bit about yourself in case they missed your other performances on the Mark Aram Show. Well, I I'm uh, working promotions and also part-time in the traffic department like Mark Aram here. Uh, I've been played here a couple times. This is my fourth or fifth time doing this, something like that. And not to toot my own horn, but I've, I've done pretty you well. You have done pretty well on this. Uh, how old are you and where are you from? Let's get some I'm uh, 23 from Dahlonega, Georgia. Nice, young and from Dahlonega. Did you go gold mining in, in Dahlonega as a kid? Was that when like I a hobby? When I was like seven, yeah. I mean, that that's that's one of those touristy things. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's like if you go if you live in New York, you don't. Uh, go to the Empire State Building every sure. day or something. But uh, I think, uh, I mean, I had a stream in the back of my house, Chuck. I'm assuming you did in Montana as well. I was panning for gold back there in Connecticut, and there was no gold. So if I lived in Dahlonega, I would have been out there like every weekend. Uh, anyway. When you hear it every day, it's... Yeah, I get you. I get you. But if you'd found, if you'd struck treasure, you wouldn't be doing promotions in traffic yeah, and the Mark Aram show. I'd probably be doing something else. Exactly something right. Something makes money. Um, all right, so here's the ca- the uh, category tonight. Millennial Match Game, as always, brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. The category, wrestling nicknames. Is that you, you, You're not uh, happy with that category? I, my streak's going to end. Really? I, Nada? I don't know much that's all right. There's no pressure. All. It's just it's up to the contestants okay. to guess whether or not. That's good for them to know that you don't know professional wrestling. Let's meet our contestants on the phone. Chuck's in Forest Park. Chuck, how are you, sir? It's actually Chef William. It's who? It's Chef William. Oh, I don't know why he said Chuck. All right, Chef is playing. We know about Chef. How are you? Good to see you again. Yeah. Hear from you. All right. Uh, Scotty V has the low-T Chuck disease with bad names uh, on the screening software. Josh in Covington joins us on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Josh. Hey, guys. How are y'all? Excellent. Tell the folks a little bit about yourself, Josh. Oh, man. I, uh, I'm a teach- middle school teacher out here in, in Covington on the east side, and i um, been doing that for about 10 years. Excellent. Hey, Chef, uh, we're getting a lot of, like, wind or something. Are you on speakerphone or, or Bluetooth or something? Yeah, I am. If you can switch over, that'd be fantastic because that, that would make this game a little bit uh, easier to understand. While you no, do that, um, hang on one second. All right. 
while you do that, I'm going to give you an example of Millennial Match Game. So, Zach, uh, the example for this wrestling nicknames, these are athletes and managers in pro wrestling. Uh, the example is the Doctor of Thugonomics. Would you know who the uh, wrestler is that had that nickname, the Doctor of Thugonomics? I do not. Yeah, that was John Cena. So this is not going to go well for uh, Millennial Zach because he does not know professional wrestling. All right, Chef, you're up first. Uh, the first nickname, professional wrestling nickname, is the Beast from the East. Now, you don't need to know who that was, but will Millennial Zach know who the Beast from the East was? No way. I say no way as well. Who is the Beast of the East? Zach. It, it, it's not Randy Savage, is it? It is not Randy Savage. It's a good guess. Uh, I'm going to play some audio here, Justin, if you can pop my computer up. That was Bam Bam Bigelow. You remember Bam Bam Bigelow? Kind of looks like you with less hair, Zach. Bam Bam Bigelow. All right. You get the point, Chef. Very easy. One in doubt. The millennial doesn't know. And certainly, millennial Zach's not going to know any of these. All right. Here we go. This is actually a pretty mainstream one. Josh, will uh, millennial Zach know what wrestler had the nickname the brain. The brain. Uh, the brain. Uh, I mean, that's a, that's an old school one. I certainly know that. Uh, Zach, I'm sorry, man, but I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. I, I Who is the you. brain? The brain. I'm just racking my brain trying to think of wrestlers. Uh, it wouldn't be Mike Goldberg. It was, it was not Mike Goldberg. Bobby the Brain Heenan. Bobby the Brain Heenan. One of the best villains yeah. of, uh, of professional wrestling. All right, you get the point, Josh. Here we go. Next uh, wrestling nickname for you, Chef. The Ayatollah of Rock and Rolla. Will Millennial Zach know what wrestler had the nickname the Ayatollah of Rock and Rolla? I don't think so. Yeah, there's, there's we're going to fly through this game. No, he doesn't know these. Zach, do you want to take a guess? The Ayatollah of Rock and Rolla. Your guesses are good, yeah. so just keep, go with your gut. Uh, I'm just racking through the wrestlers that I do know. Um, uh one in doubt, shout a friend from high school out. Uh, it w- it's uh, Triple H. Not Triple H. Another good guess. Uh, the Ayatollah of Rock and Rolla is Chris Jericho. Ah, I know that. I wouldn't I have gotten that one. Ayatollah of Rock and Rolla. Is that a new Do you know from his band, maybe? No. no. All right. All right. So uh, end of round two, Millennial Match Game. Deb Green, what's the score? Chef William with two and Josh with one. All right, Josh, get a chance to tie it up. When we come back, we continue with Millennial Match Game, brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. Wrestling nicknames. Millennial Zach, 23 years young in studio from the WSB Promotions and Traffic Team. Uh, Josh is up. Josh, will Millennial... It is Josh, right? Josh's turn? It right. is. Will Millennial Zach know whose wrestling nickname was Mr. Perfect? Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect. Uh, Again, I'm going to have to go with no. Yeah, I don't think so either. Who is Mr. Perfect, Zach? You've already said uh, John Cena, so that was my first guess, so I'm going to throw that one out. Okay. It wouldn't be uh, Hulk Hogan, would it? Mr. Perfect was Kurt Henning. Kurt Henning. That was a great guess, though. You're doing really good guesses, but yeah, Mr. Perfect was Kurt Henning. Would you have gotten that one, Chuck? Were you a wrestling fan in Montana? Yeah, I got most of these. You got most of these? Oh, All yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I would be doing really bad on this as well. All right, Chef, you're up. Millennial Match Game. Wrestling nicknames. Will Millennial Zach know who was the Rated R Superstar? The Rated R Superstar. I'm going to say no. Yeah, just no. It's uh, These are all no's. I don't even know why I'm asking you. The rated R superstar. Who is that, Zach? Uh, first name that comes to my head is Kane. He's a wrestler. Kane. Closest to one-name wrestler. You think you know me. 
Edge. 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 I've I, heard that one too I'm much. giving you credit. I mean, you'll still get the point, Jeff, but, uh, or Josh, whatever it was. Chef, uh, but you had a one-word wrestling answer, so good for you. All right, I've never heard of Edge. All right, here we go. Uh, Chef's up now. Oh, this is one. No, Josh right. is up now. Josh is up now. Sorry, Josh. You're, that's why I have Vanna White here to keep me on uh, on target. <laughs> All right, Josh. This is one. I'm I'm not so sure he won't know. Very famous All wrestler. Right. Very famous nickname. The Mouth of the South, and it's not Neil Bortz. The Mouth of the South. Will Millennial Zach know who was the mouth of the South? Mouth of the South. Uh, I've got faith in him, but I'm going to have to go with no. Again. Yeah, I still think no. He's he's racking his brain right now. Josh, if if there was ever one, Josh, uh, Zach, if there's ever one you're going to get, it's the mouth of the South, right? You would Good think. Good old Dahlonega boy. You would think, and I know I look like a guy who watches Monday Night Raw <laughs> every week, but, oh, uh, Lord. Um, the mouth. Mouth the of the South. You might be too young to remember the Mouth of the South. I think you're right, but yeah. I'm just going to throw a name out there. All right. It's, uh, it's wrong, but it's uh, John Cena. I know it's wrong. Jimmy Hart, the Mouth of the South. Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart wouldn't have gotten that. Yeah, that's that's 80s, right? Yeah, you wouldn't have got that. Very famous. I think he was like a wrestler slash manager, right, Jimmy Hart? He was mostly the manager of the yeah. Hart Foundation. Yeah. Have you heard of the Hearts? Pro wrestling, huh? Yeah, you're just too young. All right, you get the point, Josh. Here we go. Next wrestling nickname for uh, Chef. Uh, Will Millennial Zach know what wrestler had the nickname The Anvil? The Anvil. I know because I don't even know that one. Yeah, I don't know that one either. Josh, let's just fly through this. You don't know. The Anvil. You got any guess? Uh, At this point, I'm out of wrestlers that I do know, so I'm just going to throw two names together. Okay. Uh, Josh Smith. You can literally shout out your friends from high school. I it, it doesn't matter. I don't want. They probably shouldn't. He guessed Josh get Smith, former boost. Atlanta Hawks player. So that was pretty good. Uh, the anvil was Jim Needhart. Everybody is loving. I've never heard of you, Chuck. Jim you heard the of anvil the Neidhart. anvil? Jim Needhart, yeah. I stopped watching when I was thirteen. Tag team. I don't oh. know. All right, here we go. Who's up now? Me. Josh. All right, yes, Josh. Sir. All bets are off on this one. I always say, when in doubt, the millennial doesn't know. This one he might get. The wrestling nickname is Macho Man. Oh. Macho Man, and it's not Longoria. Macho Man. Will Millennial Zach know who the Macho Man was? Finally, I get a chance to say yes, and for sure, he, he should know that. I agree 100%. Who is the Macho Man? I will redeem myself. That is Macho Man Randy Savage. The power of power, too sweet to be sour. I'm funky like a monkey. Sky's the limit and space is the place. Thank you, the Macho Man Randy Savage. Do you he know him because of wrestling or Slim Jim, though? Oh, yeah. Snap into a Slim Jim. <laughs> That's what I thought. All right, end of round two millennial match game brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. What's the score, Deb Green? All tied up at four apiece. Four apiece. We got a nail biter here. We'll be right back. Zach. Zach in studio. Zach Grizzle, WSB's own Zach Grizzle playing Millennial Match Game. It's the Wrestling Nicknames Edition. We'll be right back next. It's the Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Final segment, Millennial Match Game, brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. What's the score and who's up, Deb Green? It is 4-4, and it's Chef Williams' turn. Chef William tied up 4-4. This is uh, Wrestling Nicknames, Athletes and Managers. Will Millennial Zach, 23 years young, know who the nature boy is? The nature boy. What do you think? I really hope so. Me too. This is a big one. This is a legend of wrestling, Zach. Who's the nature boy? Ric Flair. The nature boy. Woo! Recognize this? I'm the nature boy! That's right. Uh, I actually sat behind him once on a flight to Vegas. 
Oh, and really? it was like the Pope was sitting in front of me. Everyone that came in was like, oh, my God. It was crazy. Shout out to my brother, Caleb. That's one of his favorites. All right. Chef gets the point and a shout out to Caleb. All right. You're up, Josh. You need this one to tie it up. The Brahma Bull. The Brahma Bull. What wrestler was nicknamed the Brahma Bull? Oh, the Brahma Bull. Uh, you don't need to know. Don't guess. But will Zach know? I, I, I do know it, and I'm hoping that he does, but I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, say no. Who's the Brahma Bull, Zach? The Brahma Bull is... It's going to be Joseph Brahma. The Rock. The Rock. The Rock is the Brahma Bull, but that's good that you didn't know. There you go. That's one of his other nicknames. Okay. So we're we're tied up five to five. That means they both win, Deb Green. What did they win tonight? You both have a pair of tickets to go check out the Eagles, their third performance at State Farm Arena on February 11th, where they'll play Hotel California in its entirety. Guys, you just got Eagles tickets courtesy of the Mark Aram Show. How about that? All right, thank you. That is awesome. All right, hang on the line. Scotty B is going to get some info for him. Zach Grizzle, good job. One more, Zach. Who is the uh, the Polish Hammer? Polish Hammer. Yeah. Uh, Ivan Putski. You're, you're setting me up for failure. What, yeah. Did you just say it? Ivan Putski. Ivan Putski. Yeah, I was just that, that was an old school wrestler. Yeah. Uh, all right. I, I know I look like your typical wrestling fan, but uh, you're not. not uh, real thing. quick, give us a shout out. Whatever you want to plug, go ahead. Uh, Lord, uh, should I shout out anything? Um. Maybe your Instagram. Instagram. Uh, yeah. If you want to follow me for the sickest <laughs> memes, it's they call me the breeze with two A's in the word call. All right. Very good. Zach Grizzle, thanks. News, weather, and traffic next. This is The Mark Aram Show. Hi, this is John McGinley. If you're listening to The Mark Aram Show, I celebrate Mark's entire catalog. Maybe John McGinley will be a surprise guest second hour as we do Movie Monday on The Mark Aram Show. Live on the King Day holiday. Not a day off, a day on. Do something a little better to make the world better today. 404-872-0751-800 WSB Talk. Still to come, Russ in Gainesville is going to make an appearance. Plus Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food to do some breaking uh, fast food news. But I got uh, breaking news on the sports front. Hit that uh, Mark Aram Show breaking news sounder there, Justin. Chuck, you'll appreciate this as a baseball fan. The Atlanta Braves have signed... King Felix, Felix Hernandez to a contract. Really? Former Cy Young wow. Award winner for the Mariners. That's pretty, I mean, he's been crapped the last two years, but why not? That's a lottery ticket I'd scratch. Sure. Dude was dominant for years. Maybe he can rediscover himself here in uh, Hopefully. in the ATL. I thought that was pretty good. Uh, another, this is another sports story I want to talk about right now. Uh, it, it's not really about sports. I don't know if you saw this. Chandler Parsons, I don't know if you know the name. He's the Atlanta Hawks forward. Uh, he was a, a big prospect at one time, signed a huge deal, didn't really pan out, injury issues, blah, blah, blah. Hasn't really played much for the team this year. Uh, he went to the uh, University of Florida. Chandler Parsons was a forward. He got hit by a drunk driver on a Wednesday afternoon in Brook, uh, Brookhaven. Oh, wow. And apparently suffered some serious injuries, we're being told, including a traumatic brain injury, disc herniation, and a torn labrum. Holy so this happened at like 2 p.m. on a Wednesday he was hit by a drunk driver, like 2 p.m. on a Wednesday. Who the hell is out drunk driving it Wednesday? And uh, obviously, we wish Chandler Parsons the best. Yeah. Uh, th- that's a horrible, horrible story. But this is part of the story that caught my attention. So this is this is from uh, ESPN and CNN reporting. I mean, it's a pretty big deal here. Let's see. Uh, the the lawyer that made the announcement on his behalf, Morgan yeah. and Morgan. Oh, yeah. Because For it's the people. Local. Yeah. For like that's huge for them. Like, there's no more competitive landscape in business than the personal injury law business, oh. right? You just turn on local TV. 
Morgan and Morgan, John Foy, uh, the strong arm. You've got uh, the guy that stands on top of the truck. The truck, yeah. Uh, Nugent. Yeah, Ken Nugent. One call, that's all. So for Morgan and Morgan to get this case, that's a huge get for them, right? Doesn't that, like, catapult them to the top of the personal injury law category? I don't know if people that are that need that service. I'm not sure. I don't know if, if celebrity endorsements <laughs> are but a still, big deal. But so listen, you know, like I don't know if that's going to make their name ring out for the average Joe. Am I missing somebody? Who are some of the other big personal injury lawyers? Deb Green. Oh, I just sent you a list here. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, I'll pull it up. Yeah. I didn't open my email because uh, it dings when the. Oh yeah. We were playing Millennial Match Game, so I didn't have. Yeah. So I, there's John Foy. There's Morgan and Morgan. Ken Nugent. I know there's more. There's oh, yeah. Martin Hayes. There's oh, the yeah, Angel yeah. Law Firm. There is the Tyrone Law Firm. Locke Law. Some of these billboards you see when you're driving around yeah, 85 yeah. and such. Yeah. So, like, locally, there's about 20 here that you might recognize from commercials or billboards. Martin Hayes and Associates. That that was where they, they one of their commercials, they had the bad guy from Superman 3 on it. <laughs> yes. With the one Richard Pryor, yes. that actor. Um, but I think those are the bit. Cockrum Firm. Oh, yeah. I, th- I think that's a personal injury. Uh, These are all personal injuries. Yeah, so I think that's a pretty big. But, I mean, I, I wouldn't know. God forbid I get in a, in a bad crash. I, I mean, they, they. I don't want to say they're ubiquitous, because, but they are. Like, there's, there's, they're saturated, you know, with the ads. So, and obviously they're doing well because they're spending a ton on ad money. Uh, but I wouldn't know who to call. But if, if I'm, like, the normal person in Atlanta, and let's just assume I am. I'm obviously not normal. But if you're like me and you get hurt, you're going to think of either Morgan & Morgan, Ken Nugent, or John Foy, right? Those are the big ones? I guess I think Ma- so. Gary Martin Hayes and Associates probably be the fourth. Yeah. They'd be the NHL of the of the sports, of the right? sports. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but to me, now that Morgan & Morgan, like an NBA millionaire hired Morgan & Morgan, to me, that's a game changer in this. Am I overthinking this? Am I thinking too I, deep into this? I think so. Because like I said, I don't know how much the, the – yeah, average person. But if you look remember. at the commercials, they have they have actually. Can they put him in a commercial? That would be different. I, but I don't even know. But if you look at the commercials, they're like, oh, Ken Nugent got me three hundred grand. Or, oh, sure, yeah. Sure. Gary Martin Hayes got me hundred. You know, they see a top athlete in there. They, they, they yeah, they're they're not. There's uh, you know, Tim Tebow's not in their commercial. Hey, Gary Martin and Hayes crushed my lawsuit against whatever. But now they've got a legit NBA millionaire. I don't know. I think this is a game changer. Maybe I, mean, I care too much about this personally law injury business. If that's the case, then they, somebody needs to go out and get Shaq because he'll 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 get in any commercial. Just get him for yeah, just, just get him the for general. endorsement. Yeah, for the general. Anything, but I tell you what, those icy celebrity. hot patches. If Shaq wants to step down, I'll do that endorsement. I love yeah. the icy hot patch really? on my back. Oh my god. So good. Does it work? Oh my God, yeah. This seems like just You've one never of those... used one of those? Never. Oh there have been times gosh, where I yeah, couldn't get out of bed, literally couldn't get out of bed, put on an icy hot patch, and I'm doing jumping jacks down the street. That's really? how good they work, yeah. Oh. All right, your thoughts on the personal injury lawscape. Is this a game changer for Morgan & Morgan? Did they just leap to the front with this Chandler Parsons case? And again, we wish Chandler Parsons the best. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is The Mark Aram Show. Hey, it's Shaquille O'Neal. You're listening to the lyric dropping, traffic mopping, Hall of Fame gloating, drive time promoting. This is the Mark Aram Show. Deb Green, hit my music. Hit that music, Deb Green. I'm telling you, Chuck, those icy hot patches, game changer. I need to get some. I, I, put ju- one I on thought it was I... one of those joke things. No. It's, it's, so, it's no, like they, rubbing Ben Gay. Just... They really are nice. Yeah. They are really? amazing. Yeah. Right. So thank you to Shaq. Uh, Chandler it. Parsons. Serious injuries. I don't think an icy high patch is going to help him. 31-year-old uh, was injured in a Wednesday afternoon crash in Brookhaven. 
and sustained a concussion, whiplash, uh, possible traumatic brain injury, disc herniation, torn labrum, and his law firm is Morgan and Morgan for the people. To me, that's the headline of the story. The Morgan and Morgan has a huge high-profile client that will now perhaps vault them ahead of the John Foy's and the Ken Nugent's of the world. Your thoughts on that and the whole business of personal injury law. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Greg joins us in Marietta. Greg, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark. You know, it's a little OTP for you, but uh, Highway 5 to North Loop southbound and Interstate 75, every single billboard must be eight, one <laughs> after the other, personal injury attorney. No kidding. Well, that makes sense because 75, there's, there's a lot of injuries wrecks on 75 all the time, so yeah. that, that's a nice yeah. spot for I, Does one of them stand out for you, though, as just a normal citizen, Greg? If, if you, God no, forbid you got no, hurt. I, I, I think there's fatigue from seeing these everywhere. Um, I'm an investment advisor. I work in the industry. I actually manage money for uh, some people who've won claims. Yeah. Uh, really can't see anything else. Okay, uh, fair enough. The, cl- the, the claims are substantial. Oh, yeah, no uh, doubt. I will give you a very sad statistic. If a child loses their life in an accident in one of these lawsuits, mm-hmm. 90% of the families divorce. Really? Just too much drama, 90, stress, trauma? 90% plus. They may remain friends yeah. and, and close, but 90 plus percent Jeez. in the divorce after losing a child. Thanks for bringing us down, Greg. That was... Uh, Sorry about that. That's Sorry about okay. That. That's the okay. The billboards are something else. All right. See, I think if I got, God forbid, not going to what happen, I would call my regular attorney and get a referral from him. But I don't know. If, if the Hawks player is going Morgan and Morgan, I think I might go Morgan and Morgan now. I think that just tipped the scales. Stacy's in Covington. Stacy, welcome to the program. Hi, Mark. How Hello. are you? What's going on, Stace? Uh, so I hate to throw a curveball in there, but I was in Kentucky uh, for the new year with my sister, and they had the same Morgan & Morgan commercials on their radio that we have here. So yeah, I think most I of these guys are— they are. I think most of these guys are nationwide, like Ken Nugent, Morgan & Morgan. John Foy might be local, local, but I think that—ooh, uh, we lost her. Uh, but I think the most of those are— uh, national firms. At least regional. Yes, and then they, they have offices in certain cities or whatever to, to handle the claims. Uh, Lorraine's in Athens, Georgia. Hello, Lorraine. Hey, guys. How are you tonight? Excellent. What's going on? I have solved a mystery. Okay, what's the mystery first? They chose, well, first of all, Morgan & Morgan. Yeah. Um, they all went to the University of Florida. John Morgan oh, and his wife. Oh, absolutely That's right. That's why they probably came up to the plate to represent uh, Mr. Chandler there. That's a great, look at you. You are, uh, I told you, I solved it. You're like the Sherlock Holmes of personal injury law. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Morgan and Morgan. There's a, there's another firm that I'm missing, Deb. I can't think of it. Uh, if someone out there, I mean, we got the big four, I think Morgan and Morgan, John Foy, Ken Nugent, and Gary Martin, Gary Hayes. Martin Hayes and Associates. I think there's, I think there's a fifth one that I'm just forgetting. Maybe someone will know. Eddie's in Carrollton, Georgia. Eddie, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, how you doing, sir? What's up, buddy? I know, I know a little bit about, about, about uh, insurance lawyers and, and insurance. And, uh, I suffered a traumatic brain injury in 09 coming home from work and a broke neck because because young man was on the phone. Oh no! And, and run a stop sign, and, and, and about killed me. And uh, I hired I hired a lawyer, but it wasn't one of them lawyers that you see advertising. And I hired a local attorney, Hill and Blyberg, and, 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 and 
And and if you look at their reputation, you can see why I hired them. The two Did individuals it, that fought for me for 10 years. Real, real quick, Eddie, uh, if you don't mind me uh, asking, what, what kind of a um, uh, monetary settlement did you get? Sir, it wasn't wasn't worth what I went through, but I, 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 we made them pay dearly. It, 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 it took ten years. Yeah, they 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 fought. They spent millions of dollars to try to keep from paying me any, and uh, but we prevailed at, at a jury trial. And good. And, and, and even that, and even then, they appealed it to the. Uh, Eddie, Eddie, I got to run. I'm glad I'm glad you're still with us, Eddie, and thanks for calling in. When we come back, Russ in Gainesville, your calls, Movie Monday, and Johnny Kilbasa. This is the Mark Aram Show. Welcome back to the show, 706, six minutes after 7 o'clock, 30 degrees on Peachtree Street and dropping one and a half on the Mark Aram Show back sweat meter. Real quick, Longoria's off tonight. Justin is stepping in on the other side of the takeout window. Loti Chuck pulled rank and came into the big boy studio. I did. And Scotty B is uh, screening your calls. Dev Green, of course, the executive producer of the show. We were just telling the strip club stories off the air. <laughs> R- remind me to tell. I could tell it on the air. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know how. Actually, Deb Green brought up strip clubs. Just so yeah. we, just so we know, I didn't bring this up. That's true. And this is this is a, a secondhand story. My buddy Solano went to uh, from from high school. Mm-hmm. Went to. We're gonna get back to the normal stuff in a second. Yeah. But he went. Uh, he went to this strip club, the Shoe Show, in this city called Waterbury, which was like twenty minutes south of where I grew up, with this guy Sean. On some, I was I was away in college or whatever, and they go there, and I don't even know the name of the place. But they walk in, and Sean's sister was on stage. Oh, and he didn't know. No idea. Oh. No idea. What, do you, what would you guys do? Like, how do you react? Do you get angry? If or I'm you Solano get or the guy whose brother? If it's your sister, oh. like, what would you guys do? If it's an older sister, nah, nothing. If it's a younger <laughs> sister, I'd be like, what are you She was doing? like two years younger than him, probably. Yeah, then I might have you more of angry? a problem. Yeah, if it's an older sister, what are you going to do? It's your older sister. Okay. I turn yeah. around and walk out. No, oh, I definitely am walking out. I'm not sticking around. That's a given. <laughs> I'm, I'm, oh. I'm never even mentioning it. I'm, I'm just going to have really? that. Yeah, no. I'm just going to have that. Not Unless, even in the back, like just in case mom and dad don't know? Well, I, I might use it in use the future. Leverage. Yeah. 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 Oh, that. Yeah. yeah, most definitely. But I wouldn't say a word. I, I think I would just turn around. Unless I think she's in trouble, and then I would sit her down and be like, listen. Okay. What Listen. are you doing? You're a bright girl. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There's better places you can. Anyway, that, that was I didn't mean to tell that story in there, and I didn't use any last names except for Solano, but that wasn't his sister. He doesn't have a sister. Anyway, uh, welcome back to the show. We we're talking about Chandler Parsons. Atlanta Hawks forward was seriously involved in a Wednesday afternoon DUI crash, allegedly in Brookhaven. Uh, had serious injuries, and we hope him all the best. Uh, him and the Hawks organization. The highlight for me of the uh, story, though, the headline, the the buried headline, if you will, is that he hired Morgan and Morgan, the law firm, to represent him, which I think gives them a huge bump in that tightly battled uh, battleground that is personal injury law. Motlick and Associates, that's the that's one. That's the one we all yes. forgot. Thanks to everyone. I can't. I, apologies to the Motlick family. I don't know why. I, you're very well beloved, I'm sure. But that was the other big one. Uh, does this change the game for personal injury law? We'll continue to take calls on that at 404-872-0751-800 WSB Talk. But I want to start moving Monday as well. I stole this off of Twitter. Uh, someone said, what fictional uh, character's death impacted you the most? I thought it was a really good question. So we're going to do that in a movie. What person or thing or whatever dying in a movie impacted you the most? So, so for example, for TV for me, when James Evans from Good Times died, that, as a kid, I was 
because he was like the strongest father figure on television. You had him and like Archie Bunker, you know. Uh, but James Evans was like a just the the dad that would always be there. And when he died on the show, I was heartbroken as a kid. Uh, as far as movies, though, we'll just do movies. What fictional character's death really impacted you the most? Today would have been Bones's 100th birthday. Chuck Bones, the doctor from Star Trek. Mm-hmm. You were pretty. You said, "Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's dead." I'm yeah, pretty sure he. Was, he I yeah. think so too. He was, he was an old guy back then. Uh, here's the, here's the second movie Monday question. If if God forbid you were in the hospital, what movie doctor would you want by your bedside? What oh, it's movie, be a movie doctor? Yeah. Well, you know what? TV. We'll do it. We'll. We'll stretch the lead, the the rules there for Chuck. Uh, so what movie or TV doctor would you want at your bedside if you were in the hospital? Those are the Movie Monday questions. Fill them phone lines, folks. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Russ joins us in Gainesville. Russ, come here a minute. I want to talk Speaking to of hospitals, Russ apparently was in the hospital last week. That's why we didn't hear from you, buddy. What's going on? Hey, hey. Yeah, I just got out. I'm at Shelly's apartment, but she is not here. Very trusting so, lass, letting you uh, stay at her apartment un, unattended, <laughs> I would say. Yes, and I've got a new girlfriend. I met a girl in the hospital. She just called me. In fact, Karen is her name, so she's my new girl. Karen with a C or a K? K. All right, that's better. Well, um, yes. You know well, hold on. Well, hold on, Russ. Why were you in the hospital? What, what happened? What's the matter? You know, I just went in. I put myself in there, and they tried to release me two or three times. And I said, I don't want to leave yet. Yeah. <laughs> You just need some R and R. Doctor Russ. said I could stay as long as I wanted. Isn't insurance great? Your life is exhausting, so you need some you need some downtime once in a while. I did. It was crazy. So I just went in there. I just wanted to relax. I'm assuming you seven days. You didn't have your phone. That's why you didn't reach out, right? That's right. Yeah. Okay. That's right. All right. So you're back. You got Shelly. You're at Shelly's apartment, and you met a girl in the hospital named Karen. Is that, did I get that right? Exactly, Russ. The, the game doesn't stop for Russ, Chuck. I mean, he's he could be in a hospital IV. He is, is this a nurse by any chance? Was Karen a nurse? No, she's in the hospital too. Fellow patient. All right, yeah. fair enough. Yep. She was in the room next to me, and uh, she said when I left, she hated it. She's going to get out, I think, tomorrow. Oh, okay. So you got you got one on waiting. Do me a favor. Next time, Russ, that you uh, check yourself in for, for some R and R. Just have one of the doctors or nurses email me. Hey, just a heads up. Russ is okay. okay. He's with us. Because we were worried about you last week. We didn't hear from you at all. It was, it was kind of freaking us out. Yeah, I missed you guys. All right. We missed you too, Russ. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better. Uh, to recap uh, for the uh, Russ calendar, we got uh, Shelly and Karen's on deck, right? Yep. All got right. it. There you go. All right. Thanks, Russ. Thank you. See you, buddy. Good to have Russ back. Ricky's in Alpharetta. Ricky, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How you doing, dude? What up, brother? Um, when most attorneys and you, Mollick and Associates was the one you missed, yes, exactly. but you figured it out. Um, they they look for um, the maximum amount of, of your insurance on your car. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you get in an accident and you have a um, million dollar policy, they're gonna go for the million dollars in court. They may not get it. But, um, you know, and if you get hit by a truck, these, I mean, these trucking companies or whatever else has have to be insured before they can get on the road. Sure, sure. And those are the big millions policies. millions of yeah. dollars. So, and uh, if you get hit by somebody that has no insurance on their car. That happened to me once. Um, 
um, yeah, I mean, then you can try to go for their estate. Yeah, this well, guy had no they estate. Meant, they <laughs> might not have much money in their estate. Exactly. So you, I, I didn't really want to get into the mechanisms of it, Ricky, although I do have one question. Uh, most of these outfits, they don't get paid unless you get paid, right? Like, that's a big tagline. They, they correct, don't, yeah. correct. It's, it, it, it's, it's contingency fee. It's about 30%. Well, that's good. See, so, I like that. I like the fact that they're not saying, hey— Five hundred bucks up front or a thousand bucks up front. They they only get paid when you get paid. the 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 purpose of the conversation again, not to get into the nuts and bolts of the personal injury law landscape, but uh, the fact that Atlanta Hawks player is represented by Morgan and Morgan. To me, that speaks better of that firm than you know. Oh, uh, Justin and uh, Marietta got seventy five thousand dollars because Longoria rear-ended him. I did on Cobb Parkway. That could totally happen. That could totally happen. Exactly right. Wes is in Brookhaven, the scene of the crime. Wes, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Uh, Just want to say, I drive about 500 miles a week in the city of Atlanta, and I sign up uh, people with personal injury lawyers. Yeah. And um, two things I recommend. Wes, I'm going to put you on hold. Uh, We got a really bad connection. If you don't mind calling back, there was was just too much stuff there. Uh, DJ's in Norcross on National DJ Day. What's going on, DJ? Hey, good. Uh, I was calling about the celebrity that most moved me. Yeah, the fictional death that moved you the most. Fictional death was BJ from MASH. I know it's not... Well, you know what? But, We're going to do movie and TV day. BJ Honeycutt. Refre- I remember, yeah. Refresh my memory. How did he die in, in MASH? I the forgot. Whole, the whole thing was just he, he got his papers to go home. He was celebrating, going to go see his family, blah, blah, blah. They had a big influx of casualties, and they're in the operating room. Radar comes in and announces that uh, the helicopter carrying BJ Thomas was shot down. There oh, no that's right. That's right. That was uh, Colonel Henry Blake. Oh, that was Blake, not DJ, not uh, BJ Honeycutt. No. I know they both died though, right? No, Didn't... BJ was uh, the next Trapper John. Oh, uh, B- but so BJ was there till the end. All right, so that was Colonel yeah. Blake, the original yeah, the Colonel. Original Colonel before um, Colonel, Colonel Potter. Potter. Potter That's up. right. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Mash, did you watch uh, Ray Donovan last night? I haven't yet. Alan Alda is. Oh, he's, is, the he's best. doing a guest spot on that. That dude's awesome. He makes everything better. Yes. And you remember the this the episode of Mash when he was. In psychotherapy, uh-huh. and now he's a, a, therapist, a therapist on Ray Donovan. Oh, it's yeah. great! It's so good. Watch that show, folks. Andy's in Alpharetta. Andy, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark, how you doing? Love your show. Thank you, brother. What's going on? I just got uh, some answers for your uh, movie doctors and, and TV doctors. I got yes. a twofer for you. Go ahead. Uh, Anthony Edwards, both as Goose and Top Gun, and then uh, I can't remember his character name on ER. But so that was Doctor uh, Mark Green. Doctor Mark Green. Uh, Mark Anthony Green. Edwards. Yep. I am not a fan of the movie Top Gun, which puts me in the minority out there. I just don't like it. But I was upset when Goose uh, died, for sure. So, yeah, I'll give you that. Even (laughs) though I did not like that movie. Are you going to watch it when it comes out, the the next one? No. Oh, come on. I mean, if it's on like HBO at home, I'll watch it. But I'm not going out to see it. Uh, But, yeah, I might have shed a tear when Goose died, even though I did not like that movie. Uh yeah, he Anthony Edwards. But I never saw. What was it? He's in ER or? I love ER. Is that what yeah. he was in? Yeah. I watched the whole thing on Hulu. Recently. I remember you told yeah. me that. I've never seen an episode of ER. Maybe when I'm retired, I'll sure. go. I'll go back and do that. A couple years. All right. The movie Monday topics. What fictional characters characters death moved you the most? And we'll do TV or radio to make it easy. 
And Bones, the doc from Star Trek, would have turned 100 years old today. If you were in a hospital, what TV or movie doctor would you want at your bedside? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Let's get Wes and Brookhaven back on. Wes, a better connection, I hope? Hey, yeah, I just want to say I drive about 500 miles a week in Atlanta, and I work for, I find people up, uh, personal injury lawyers, and uh, I see everything. The two things I could recommend everybody in the city of Atlanta do is get uninsured motorists and a dash camera. I need one of those dash cams. I have the uninsured motorist because you don't know who has insurance or who doesn't, um, but the dash camera. Do you recommend a dash cam uh, specifically, any type, any brand, Wes? Uh, Rexing V3, Victor 3 is a really good one. Rexing V3, and that's all digital, right? It just hard drive it? Yeah. Yeah. It's got... It's got a front and back camera. It's it's really nice. But, you know, speaking of heat packs, Mark, you should check out the um, Cherry Seed heat packs. They blow away those heat packs you're talking about. The Icy Hot Patch? Yeah, they blow, it blows them away. Cherry it's Seed? Che- cherry Seed, yeah. They, they got Cherry Seeds in a bag, and they stay heated a lot longer. Huh. And they're cheap and reusable. Well, part of the Icy, Icy Hot Patch uh, allure, and I don't know, it works fine for me, but I'll give the, the Cherry Seed a thing. It's It's cool. Not really hot. It's icy, but it's hot. You know what I'm saying? It's just so Again, good. Again, I, I, I like yeah, it. They're yeah. so good, Chuck. I'm going gonna, I'm I'm gonna to try it. Yeah. They, I'm going to try it. I poo pooed it. Yeah. I'm going to try it. All right, Go get, injure yourself just to try <laughs> I'm gonna, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to injure myself. You do just that. And I'll it. do the cherry seed one. All right. Cool. All right. All right. Uh, when we come back, more movie Monday, 404 872 750 1 800 Talk. What fictional character's, character's death moved you the most? And what TV or movie doctor would you most want at your bedside if you were in the hospital? 404-872-0750. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. I have a message. Lieutenant Colonel Henry Blake's plane was shot down over the Sea of Japan. It spun in. There were no survivors. Radar O'Reilly bringing the bad news to MASH fans back in the day. Yeah, very sad. Fictional character death. What fictional character's death hit you the most? Chuck, you told me one uh, during the news break. Uh, this is a TV death from my favorite TV show of all time, Deadwood. Our favorite TV, yeah. yeah. When Al Swearingen does the merciful thing, yeah, and he, uh, he smothers the priest because he's got a brain tumor and yeah. he's, he's struggling, and so he... Puts him out of his Puts misery, out of his and I, yeah. that one got me hard. That I, was a very tough— I choked up on that one. Yeah, bad. no doubt. So that's uh, that's one of the Movie Monday questions. What fictional character's death moved you the most? And uh, what TV or movie doctor would you most want to have uh, at your bedside if you were in the hospital? 404-872-0750, wsb talk Jester's in Buford, Georgia. Jester, welcome to the show. Hey, young man. This is probably— I would venture to guess the vast majority of your audience hasn't seen this, but it was Old Yeller whenever I was oh, yeah. a wee little lad. Of course. That. that, that I mean, the, that's the original tearjerker right there. Yep, yep. Yeah. That's the one for me. All right. Traffic Trooper Jester, I'll talk to you, uh, O-Dark 30, tomorrow morning. Yes, sir. That's our buddy Bye. Jester. He calls him at the trip time on 85 every morning. If he has 11 minutes between the Mall of Georgia and Beaver Ruin, I know it's going to be okay. Anything other than 11, all bets are off. Uh, Corey's in Demarest. Corey, welcome to the show. Hey, Mark. 
been listening to you a long time. Hey, I agree with you on uh, James from Good Times. That oh, was, that that that, was, that hit me hard as a kid for sure. Yeah, I was a kid and I, I love that. But uh, bring it up to date. Hey, Walking Dead when Glenn died, dude. Deb, you're, I, I haven't seen Walking Dead. That that was a tough one, right, Deb? It was just Deb. surprising more than anything else. Yeah, yeah, it was surprising. I mean, it was a love character. It had been on there from the beginning. Hey, it was, it was hard. But then, uh, as far as doctors, I'm the kind of person I like straightforward. I'd either go with House or uh, Sean Murphy from The Good Doctor. All right. House was a good show. I remember watching it. Here's a, here's a fictional character death that crushed me and still crushes me every time I see this. John Coffey in the Green Mile. That dude did not did not need to die. Did not need to die. Percy, that son of a gun. That movie gets me all fired up. All right, fictional TV or movie deaths that really crushed you. And what TV or movie doctor would you want on your bedside if you were at the hospital? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. When we come back after news, weather, and traffic, more of your calls in Johnny Kilbasa with some breaking news in the fast food world. It's the Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. 737, 29 degrees on Peachtree Street. Mark Aram and the Bananas at your beck and call till 8 every Monday through Friday on WSB. You can now listen at home on your smart speaker. Just say, smart speaker, whatever it is, play 95.5 WSB. Longoria off tonight. Justin on the other side of the takeout window. Johnny Kilbasa will join us in just a minute with a fast food review. Movie Monday questions tonight. What fictional TV death Moved you the most? TV or movie death moved you the most? What fictional character's death moved you the most? And uh, Bones, the doctor on Star Trek, would have been 100 years old today. If you were in the hospital, what TV or movie doctor would you want bedside? I I stole this uh, first topic off of Twitter yesterday when someone asked uh, what television character uh, death moved you the most. And for me, it was uh, James Evans on Good Times. That was the one when I was a kid that just crushed me. Exactly right, Florida. Damn, damn, damn. Uh, so those are the two questions. Let's do this. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Zach's in Sandy Springs. Zach, welcome to the show. Thanks, Mark. Uh, I'd have to go. Somebody stole Goose earlier, but uh, my second runner-up is going to have to be Obi-Wan Kenobi in the first Star Wars. Oh, well, did he die, though? I mean, at the time, we didn't he know. He back as a ghost. So yeah, but like, I remember when the movie came, he, you know, he's just, his just robe just fell, and there was no body, and we're like, oh, maybe he transported or something. Right, but, but, and yeah. then the second, the obviously, or the fifth and the sixth, if you want to go with yes. the, the realist, they would say that that death became a little bit less involved afterwards, uh, but the really first shock of seeing it was the one that really hit. Uh, but as far as the TV doctor is concerned, Meredith Gray on Grey's Anatomy. There you go. Um, what's his name? Han Solo's death was pretty bad, too, at the hand of his son. That, yeah. was, that was a pretty bad Star Wars death. Uh, via the Piccadilly text line uh, from my mom, who is the only uh, person that has access to the Piccadilly text line, she says uh, McDreamy from Grey's Anatomy for best doctor and saddest death. So I don't know if that's... Uh, Never watched that show. Yeah, I don't know if that's a spoiler alert or not, but McDreamy for both the of them. show's been on for 20 years. Mark is in Dunwoody. Mark, welcome to the program. Hey, thanks, Mark. Uh, this is a little bit different. It's uh, Saving Private Ryan, and it's not the actual death scene, but uh, when, saving, or when Private Ryan goes back to the cemetery scene and he's talking you know, to the captain's gravesite and saying, you know, hey, uh, have I earned this? Uh, I've watched that movie 25, 26 times, and uh, every single time it hits me in the gut. 
trying to think which death was sadder in uh, Saving Private Ryan. Was it the medic or was it uh, Mellish? Not Kirk Mellish. You remember? The, I don't know. I think Mellish is the most infuriating because Upham's down there in the Upham stairs. Upham was right there. Like, Come on, Upham. go up the stairs. Upham. Go up the yeah, stairs. That was, yeah. that, was, that, was, that was probably more rough. But, yeah, but the, the medic was like, Mom, yeah. Mom, give him more morphine. Give him more morphine. Mom. I mean, oh, God. I'm gonna, we're going to be in a bad mood after this yeah. show. Let's cheer things up with a little fast food review and Johnny Kilbasa. And now. On the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight, ooh, uh, we do not want to know, Johnny Kilbasa and the ever so popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? Uh, I'm doing great, Mark Aram. I'm wrapped in bacon. I'm here for the bacon. I'm covered with cheese. I aim to please and I wish I had better news for you tonight, but I do have Breaking news, Mark. Can I get the breaking news sounder there, Justin? This is not good when Johnny brings out the breaking news. Where is Hector? What is the breaking fast food news, my friend? Mark, we used to get happy and say two wrongs don't make a right, but three lefts will get you from the Pink Pony parking lot to the Crystal on North Druid Hills Road, and then thunderstruck the Crystal on North Druid Hills closed. And we should have known that that was a harbinger of things to come because Mark Crystal, one of my favorite fast food chains, has filed for a Chapter 11 bankruptcy, bro. That is the worst news I've heard all day. Now, I'm not a bankruptcy attorney. Bankruptcy? Bankruptcy attorney. Maybe we can call our buddies at Montlicket Associates. But is this like a debt restructuring and I'm still going to be able to get my Sunrisers? Or is this the, the beginning of the end for our beloved Crystal? No, it's not the beginning of the end. Hopefully, it, it is a debt restructuring. They're they're going ahead. They, they say, well, we got that. We might have fifty million debt. Hey, we might have a hundred million <laughs> yeah. debt. Ah, who knows? Just let's let let's work something out here while we can build things. Mark, they were making some positive moves. They were trying to sell a bunch of their co- corporate owned units to franchisees last year. They're tearing things down and rebuilding them. And those rebuilt crystals started to have. A little bit of success. I think I think we have not seen the end of Crystal. And, hey, Crystal, if there's anybody who knows how to pull you out of bankruptcy, it's Johnny Kilbasa. Call up Mark Aram and ask him for my number. Bro. Here's my help. theory on the on the Crystal losing business, Johnny, and maybe you can back me up or, or deny this theory. I think sure. the ride-sharing business has crushed their business. So Uber and Lyft, like back in the day, Johnny – you and I wouldn't get Uber and Lyft from the famous pub, right? We would we would right. walk down to Crystals and get twelve a sack full of Crystals each and fries and whatever. But now, when yeah. you're leaving uh, bars, and let's face it, a majority of Crystals business comes during the dark hours when people are drunk and they need something to sop up the liquor. And now it's sure. like I'm almost embarrassed. I'd be like to my Uber guy, I'd be like, "Hey, can you go through Crystal drive-through?" I don't think people want to do that anymore. I think that's hurt their business a ton. Is the loss of drunk customers at midnight? I think that does have something to do with it. There's also the skeeved out factor. A lot of people get skeeved out by going to Crystal, and I also think it's just a lack of innovation. Mark, I'm on here talking about fast food two times every week. And what do I talk about? I talk about Taco Bell selling the same five things to you <laughs> in different ways every week. Am I ever talking about Crystal repackaging their hamburgers? No. No. I'm looking for excuses to talk about Crystal, but I can't yeah. find any because they don't come out with new stuff all the time. You need to do it. And what can I say? I wish them the best. I don't want my Crystal chicks to go away. I don't want my pups to go away. I don't want 
anything about Crystal to go away. So uh, best of luck. I want like 12 of those little corn dogs right now, too. Johnny, <laughs> on top of the breaking fast food news, as always, keep us posted on the story, my friend. Will do. All Will right. do. Uh, we appreciate you as always. And? It's the cholesterol's high, baby. So am I. Follow me on Twitter, Johnny Cobasso. Follow me on Instagram, Johnny Cobasso Rocks. And listen to the Sausage Talk Podcast, 31 podcasts in 30 days on any podcast or johnnycobasso.com. All things available on johnnycobasso.com. Appreciate you, bruh. Anytime, bruh. There you go, Johnny. That's sad news. I mean, I can't. I Hundreds of times, Johnny and I went to the Crystal on North Druid Hills after... A night of debauchery. I've never actually eaten Crystal, but yeah. I remember many nights in college having to drive my friends sure. to Crystal to Absolutely. get a sack full of uh, Crystals. Yes. And back back in the days pre-Uber and Lyft, the cab driver would do it. Be like, hey, can you go to Crystal? We'll buy you something. He'd be like, sure. Uber, I don't know what the technology, if they can even do that anymore. Like, if the if the headquarters sees them stopping at Crystal for seven minutes, like... It, you know, that screws up their money-making capability. So I blame that for Crystal's uh, money woes. Uh, Daryl's in Austell on the Mark Aram Show. What's going on, Daryl? Hey, I enjoy y'all's show. Uh, my favorite show I used to watch for my mom, uh, Medical Center. I go way back. It was on from 1969 to 76. Okay. And the actor's name is Chad Everett. And that's who you and, want uh, at your bedside? Yeah, he would okay. be my favorite doctor, and I believe on the show his name was uh, Dr. Gannon. All right, Dr. Gannon. Chuck's brother via the uh, separate Piccadilly text line. I guess it would be the Montana General Store text line. What did your brother say? This is a great answer. He wanted uh, Dr. Peter Vinkman. From <laughs> Ghostbusters. From Ghostbusters. Yeah, if you're on the, the bedside. Yeah, he just figured if I am if I need a bedside doctor, it's probably not looking good, so yeah. might as well get some yucks. You, you want to be entertained on yeah. your deathbed by, yeah. uh, by Bill Murray. Kathy's in Ackworth. Kathy, welcome to the show. It's actually Patsy. Hey, Patsy. I'm sorry. You you <laughs> really trained Scott. Uh, I did. Very well. Very well. I'm going to text you how he spelled kielbasa, <laughs> by the way. Okay. I'm sorry, Patsy. Go ahead. <laughs> it's okay. I can never understand what Johnny Kielbasa is saying anyway. He's saying he that sad so news for Crystal. That's that's the headline there. Yeah. Yeah. Sad news. Um, okay. Uh, person of interest, uh, John Reese. I don't know if many people watch that. No. It's more recent. It, it was a good show. He got was blown it? up yeah. in the end. Oh, wow. All right. I'm not watching it now. By an AI. No, it's off. Okay. Um, Doctor, uh, Greg House, hands down. That's your, yeah. I, you know, I've, I, I've seen a few episodes. I know House is a really good show. I just didn't watch the entire run of it. Uh, maybe someday when I don't have six jobs. Pamela's in Ackworth. Pamela, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hi, how are you tonight? Excellent, Pamela. What's going on? Um, so I have, I actually have two doctors that I would decide on. So one is House because he and his team can solve everything. Um, and the other doctor would be Doctor Who because I'm thinking we'd go on a lot of adventures. That, that would be pretty cool. What I, I think I might go uh, Hawkeye Pierce. I think my, that might be my, my bedside be doctor. Yeah. That would be a good one. I'm trying to think, I'm trying to be a, a sexist chauvinist pig and trying to think of a hot doctor, but I, I don't want that. I'm in no condition in a hospital bed to do anything about it, no, right? I want the laughs. Sponge bath, maybe. I would. I don't want Hawkeye giving me a sponge bath, but I think, like, I would trust him as a doctor. The guy served in the Korean War. Yeah. Was you get cute. Hot Lips to give you the sponge bath. No, she, uh, Hot Lips never did anything for me. I don't know. What about you? Did, no. Hot no. Lips Hulahan? No. No. Chris is in Lawrenceville. Chris, welcome to the program. How are you, sir? Excellent. Excellent. Well, this, to me, the saddest movie death was uh, Gladiator. 
The uh, oh, when River Phoenix jabbed him in the in the liver before the the fight. Yeah, and he ends up killing him, killing him anyway, and dying in the end. But walking through the fields and you know walking up to his wife and his oh yeah, when he's, he's dying. his kids run into him and he's he's putting his hand on the wheat as he's walking. Oh yeah, God bless that. Yeah, was a, that was bad. That is a well, sad one. Some, I, of, some of my TV doctors have been chosen, but I think I like the uh, autistic kid and uh, a good doctor. He's smart. I haven't seen that. I heard that's a really good show. I haven't seen it, but I like the actor. Yeah, uh, good doctor. Uh, Rachel's in Lawrenceville. Rachel, real quick, what do you have? Qui-Gon Jinn in Phantom Menace. I was, a, I was a kid when I saw that one, that Star Wars movie, and I loved 4, 5, and 6. And then we went and saw Phantom Menace, and I had the biggest crush on Liam Neeson, and I was inconsolable. Refresh my memory how he died. I forgot. He was he was uh, run through by Darth Maul before Obi Wan cut Darth Maul in half. Oh, all right. That that that. Well, I'm sorry for your loss, but that I, <laughs> I, I, I it was to the point. I lied to my parents and told them, "Oh, I still love Star Wars," because I I didn't want them to be disappointed, but I never wanted to see in their Star Wars movie. All right. That, well, all right. <laughs> well, there you go. That's that's an original one. Thank you, Rachel. I'd forgotten even that part of that movie. I forgot that guy was even in that movie. All right, when we come back, I've got a list, by the way, uh, compiled by experts of the saddest movie deaths. I'll tell you about that and more of your calls. 404-872. No, no more calls. Scotty B says, no, I'm not misspelling any more names tonight. Uh, On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Arum, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M, back after these words. Final segment of Movie Monday on the Mark Arum Show. Eileen joins us in Auburn. Eileen, what can I do for you, my dear? Hey, how you doing? Excellent. What's going on? Uh, not much, not much. Um, just for your uh, Monday movie thing, mm-hmm. uh, the doctor would be uh, House MD. That seems like the popular and answer. The pers- yes, <laughs> but the earlier House, not the later one. Gotcha. And uh, I guess the person, the Outsiders. Oh, when, uh, when Johnny passed away, Daniel Larusa, Johnny. Yeah, that was a sad one. He had the burns. He was in the hospital. Yeah, that was a tough one. Stay golden, pony. Stay boy. gold. Uh, Rich is in Atlanta. Rich, real quick, what do you have? Hey, Mark. Happy New Year. Right back at uh, you, brother. There's a, a great sci-fi movie out there, and the dad who plays in that movie, the actor's name is Michael Bullard. He died in it. And it's a great sci-fi film. Okay. And that kind of bummed me out when he died. It was a really good film. You should check it out. I will do that, my friend. So real quick, I got a list uh, off of the internet, which is never wrong, right? Uh, Saddest celebrity or saddest movie deaths. Uh, Thomas J. and My Girl. Eh. I mean, that's uh, Colin McCulkin, right? When he died, that was pretty sad. Uh, Bubba from Forrest Gump. Sure. Um, Littlefoot's mom in A Land Before Time. It's a cartoon. Yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, Marley from Marley and Me. I refuse to see that movie. Uh, let's see. Jamie from A Walk to Remember. Never saw that. No idea. Ellie it's in Up. That's the one hey, that you yes, said, man. Chuck. Chuck was crying during Up. It's I was. sad. Here's one that was really sad. Uh, Shelby in Steel Magnolias. Julia yeah, Roberts' character. chick flick, yeah. That was like that first for uh, Southern chick flicks. That was a hard, hard death. Here's one I didn't even think of, and this hit me really hard. Wilson in Castaway. Oh. When he loses the volleyball in the ocean. That was a tear-jerking moment for sure. Sure. Inanimate object and all. Um, Jackie in Stepmom, another Julia Roberts one. 
Bambi's mom in Bambi was shot to death yeah. by Chuck. I didn't. <laughs> I mean, I would have. The last one, or I got two more. Sam from Ghost. That was Patrick Swayze's oh, no, character. I was something else. Okay. All right, and the final one, uh, the double death at the end of the Notebook: Allie and Noah. Mm. Oh, when they, one, when yeah. they when they die okay. snuggling yeah, together. In, in that what? little one cot they had. Yeah, that was a real tiny. Uh... Yeah, it was a tiny little cot. Yeah. Uh, let's do star of the show, Justin. Oh my God, we're so late. Uh, Scotty B for butchering Johnny Joe Boss's name. Uh, Scotty gets started the show. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Short show tomorrow. News, weather, and traffic next. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. 